and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is Thor, and as always, I am here on our gaming news podcast with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. And tonight we're going to be doing episode 37 of our gaming news podcast, starting with some talks about the Google Stadia, which will now let people play off other people's screenshots. Uh, yeah, so it's kind of neat. Um, it, while it still is the Stadia, uh, it is allowing you to share just a screenshot and then jump into, you know, whoever shared that screenshots to you, their their game. Um, you know, like you're jumping into one of the portraits in Mario 64 or something. Uh, so. I don't know how it would work with some games, because the first that this was featured on on Stadia, the first game this was featured on Stadia was Pixel Junk. Uh, was a Pixel Junk Raiders game, which is a roguelike. Um, and it's coming to more games in the future. But it will let you just share a cool moment in a game that will let other people jump into it. So if you found a cool, you found some cool scenery, um, you have a specific seat of some level or something like a roguelike, like Pixel Junk Raiders is or something like that, you'll be able to share that with somebody and have them jump into your screenshot and start playing the game. I'm sure as long as they own the game as well, but mm-hmm. it's just a lot of data being stored in a single sh- screenshot to send, I would think, but or maybe it could just be a, a seated line of code. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm guessing. Uh, it, I'm sure they're doing something with the way they're storing save files that has something to do with it, but. And, and then hey, again, I don't really know. <clears throat> those save files are probably on the clouds. It's the entire platform's focused around streaming. Exactly. So. That's, so I figure it's something to do with that, but I, who knows? But uh, it's a neat feature for Stadia when nothing else, you know, does that really. Mm-hmm. Doc mentioned a f- old fighting game that would let you play someone's replay, but. It's yeah. it's for for the way uh, ACPR does it. Um, it allows you to go in and practice against specific setups that an opponent did against you, so that you mm-hmm. can find out what the answer to it is. But was it uh, was it just your screenshots, or was it screenshots that you can view from other people too? Oh yeah, no, you can download people's screenshots. Oh, okay. Or not screenshots, but replays. Yeah. So let's get into some new Outriders information that Sasquatch has for us. Uh, Yeah, so the game is launching on Xbox Games Pass. So you're getting a brand new AAA title for Xbox Game Pass. It does. um, Well, if you're me, unfortunately, it is only for cloud and console. So, I mean, I would technically be able to play it. But it's not for the PC Games Pass, so um, seems like a weird choice or a decision that way. But it is a game I have pre-ordered anyways. So yeah, um, if you own an Xbox, uh, an Xbox One or a Series S or a Series X, uh, when the game launches, you will actually be able to just play it right then from there without actually having to purchase the game. Um, and this is launching on April 1st. 
So it's not actually an April Fool's joke. You are getting the full <laughs> game on April 1st with the rest of their April lineup uh, that's coming out on April 1st, at least. Nice. And it looks like we're getting a whole shit ton of Game Pass updates as well with lots of new games. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so we're getting Undertale, Yakuza 6, uh, Narita Boy, Empire of Sin, um... Star Wars Squadrons, Octopath Traveler, Genesis Noir, Near Automata, uh, Torchlight 3, Pillars of Eternity, Deadfire, and Supra Land. Nice. Uh, apparently, this version of Near doesn't require the weird fix you needed to do for like the Steam or other storefront versions. So if you have if you haven't played it yet and you're looking to, it'll be available there. Um, Octopath Traveler is a really good RPG that was previously just on Nintendo Switch as well. So, and not all of these games are uh, <clears throat> both console and PC. They do split up their split up their platforms. So, yeah. Um, only two console games are Outriders and Star Wars Squadrons, and Star Wars Squadrons is coming to it via EA Play. Um, which is which launched yesterday on Xbox Games Pass with your subscription to Xbox Games Pass. You get access to their play library as well. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's a lot coming to it. And I know that um, Sony has kind of another big thing they're doing too, and we'll get into that later. Um, staying in kind of that Xbox Microsoft area, though, we have a new game announcement as well. Uh, Necrumida hired gun. Did I say that right? Necrumida? Necrumunda? Necromunda. Necromunda. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it is set in the Warhammer 40K universe, and it was leaked via the Microsoft store. Um, it was a store listing. And then eventually uh, Focus Home Interactive came out and just, you know, said, yep, this game's coming out. Um, it will be on PC as well and potentially even PlayStation consoles. Hmm. So after the original leak, the next day it was fully revealed. Um, it looks looks really cool uh the first game in the series technically was released in the 90s so it's just a long long weighted sequel um it is an older school type fps you just pick up bounties go kill them craft stuff do that sort of thing Okay. You're a bounty hunter in Warhammer 40K's yeah. universe, so it should be pretty fucking uh it should be pretty chaotic. Nice. <laughs> you just level up your character how do you want him to be character uh, how you know, how you want him to be leveled up and everything. So yeah. there is a reveal trailer out for it now as well. So if it's something you want to go check out, that is available to do. Yes. It sounds like a game I could I could enjoy trying out. I love the 40k universe. Yeah, 40k universe. Mm. Um, it, the trailer looked bonkers. You have to go check that out. Enemies exploding. So yeah, <laughs> sounds about right. Nice. <clears throat> Should be fun. So the Zenimax board of directors has dissolved after Xbox's Bethesda purchase. Yup. <clears throat> so, uh, 
the board of directors for Zenimax was dissolved. That's not quite surprising considering Zenimax's new board of directors would be replaced by, you know, the overall board of directors for Microsoft itself. Um, but their board was mostly composed of random executives in their company, as well as various celebrities from multiple industries um, like Jerry Bruckheimer, who produced Pirates of the Caribbean, was there. Uh, Cal Ripken Jr. was on it. So who knows? Um, <laughs> who knows what Wait, they were what, even doing? What, why, though? Uh, I don't know. Uh, Donald Trump's <laughs> brother was on the board as well until he <laughs> passed away last year. Uh, I don't know. Huh. <laughs> well, it's dissolved now, I suppose. Makes sense, uh, especially after you read the people who were on yeah. the board. <laughs> and it looks like our last bit on the Microsoft side is an Xbox mini fridge that is now confirmed. Yeah, so we had the Xbox fridge that was a giant meme being sold by, was it Snoop Dogg, right? Yep. Uh, well, um, now there's an actual mini fridge, an Xbox mini fridge you can buy if you want. <laughs> oh, uh, the Series X, uh, the, uh, the Series X mini fridge. Um, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson, you know, The Rock decided to unveil this product for everybody say it was on sale uh but yeah you can purchase yourself an xbox mini fridge if you really want one um it lights up green so there's that if you really like your xbox might as well i suppose so now what do we got to do to get a playstation shaped router like a official sony playstation 5 router um here, buy yourself a PS5 and gut it and send me the components and we can put a router in the new one for you. Oh, that, it's that simple. Buy, Go buy a PS5 just like that. Yeah. It's not like <laughs> it's not like every time a store, any store online front gets any, they're sold out within like 20 minutes. It's nothing like that at minutes? all. <laughs> I wouldn't make, just make sure when you send me the internal components, you don't break them. Hmm. I'll figure out something for them. I'm sure it'll be easy. <laughs> put so, it back together on a ps2 call it a day yeah. hey. someone breaks into my house they're not still now like what's this thing for <laughs> <laughs> so several new titles have been announced from team ninja <clears throat> yes so um team ninja are responsible for releasing neo 2 which was released on pc earlier this year um, but they're also the studio that <coughs> created uh, the Ninja Gaiden series, well, the modern 3D Genjinaya series, um, Metroid Other M, uh, Hyrule Warriors, the uh, Nintendo take on Dynasty Warriors, um, you know, the very popular fighting game Dead or Alive and its spinoff series Dead or Alive Boob Volleyball. Pretty sure it's Beach Volleyball, but there were boobs. It was all boobs. But uh, yeah, so they have a ton of games. Currently done being developed. So 
they are excited to get everything launched this year. So you're probably going to get a whole bunch of more of action slashes and games like that. Um, probably throughout the year, our various whatever cons we have or online showcases. Uh, they generally don't announce stuff on their own. They do participate in a lot of Microsoft and Sony stuff, though. So if you're a Team Ninja fan, uh, probably look out for their games coming out later this year and, and being announced this year as well. Nice. So we heard a little bit about Microsoft moving on to some of the PlayStation news. Uh, PS4 communities are being shut down, which is, I mean, uh, it's, I don't think they were, they really weren't that often utilized. I know some people are really disappointed, um, but it's just, it's, it's a unique feature that PS4 had. Um, it was a social system, that where you basically made groups on P on PlayStation, um, and it's it was utilized by some people, just wasn't that popular though, and it will be getting shut down as of April this year, according to an official announcement from the PlayStation website. So um, be aware that you've only got about a month left, and that feature is going to be completely removed from PS4. Man, I feel like I'm missing out on so much. I just got a PS4, and a feature I didn't even know existed is being removed. Yeah, it. I mean, it. it I tried it out, and it actually got on my nerves more than anything because I joined a group, uh, and then it just. I had just ended up getting shit tons of notifications that I didn't give a shit about. About mm -hmm. it, it, it was really. It's no different than any other Facebook group. It's. It really isn't, except it's on your PlayStation, and you're getting notifications to your PlayStation all the fucking time about it. Um. We so, can mute a post, so you're able to do that at least. Well, exactly, and that's what I ended up doing. Then I'm like, so what's the point? I haven't even gone into any of the groups I was I was in for I don't even, I don't even know how long. So it's, um, I think it's just you know it was something that like you find it, and you're like, oh that's cool, and you use it a couple days, and you're like, and eh, now it's over. So I didn't use I didn't get a lot of use out of it, anyways. I know there's some people that use it a lot though. Let's see, and it looks like the PS5 exclusive Returnal has detailed a creepy online feature. And this was an interesting read when I went through this. Um, and it's there's some liberties taken, I think, at least in the article that I read. But apparently um, they're adding a death feature because part of the game is that um, Celine dies and you go back through her life several times. And apparently her corpse in Returnal can be interacted with so players can get audio logs and other information from it in um, – kind of an online type way so it's the way that other players actually died kind of similar to the dark souls feature where you can touch blood stains to see how other people died in any given area the twist here and this is all that they've really said is that players after seeing how other players died online will be allowed to quote avenge the fallen Celine's deaths that they find <laughs> and that's all they say is that you'll be able to avenge their deaths um what whatever that may entail so i i almost wonder if it add, if it's going to mix in a system like you mentioned with the stadia where you can like go into their gameplay and try and redo it as them and do it differently i don't, I don't know i i have no idea i thought th this article that killed them perhaps because yeah, i know it's uh it, it enemy placement and stuff is random every time you go through a mm -hmm. level every time you die it it changes up 
design and layout and enemy placement and everything. So mm-hmm. um, I was really interested until I saw it's single, completely single player only. But I mean, eh. gameplay looked interesting enough. Yeah. Uh, being able to specifically fight the enemies that might have killed another online player sounds interesting enough. If you're bored, kill all of your own enemies. Like, sure, why not? I'll <laughs> yeah. kill more. <laughs> So, and on the same news for the topic of PlayStation and Sony, Sony has bought the fighting game tournament Evo, and I'm sure Doc has some thoughts to weigh in on this. Uh, this should be a good thing. Really? But no boobs. Sony hates boobs. Fighting yeah, games are known to have boobs. Lots of them, all over the place. It's, uh... It's a bit of a meme at times. Um, <laughs> so, so how do you remedy this? Uh, I think they're mostly just putting their money into it. They're, uh, I mean, Sony's always had a, a pretty good uh, relationship with the fighting game community. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't actually read all the articles on this yet because... And it's yeah, it's it's mostly it's Nintendo previously were the ones in charge of and Evo. And so um, now it's going to be Sony in charge as opposed to Nintendo. So it's not drastically different as far as, you know, a game company controlling what's going on in it. Um, they have announced that the tournaments for evo online 2021 and it is going to be 100 online is going to be guilty guilty gear strive tekken 7 street fighter 5 and mortal kombat 11 <clears throat> the uh, official press release from playstation um, says for playstation today's announcement marks an exciting step in our journey to foster the growth of the fighting game community and esports and support competitive gamers widely on our consoles fighting games are hugely popular on playstation consoles with gamers logging more than 1.1 billion gameplay hours in 2020 alone we're committed to breaking down the barriers for gamers to compete at all levels and providing a best-in-class global platform for them to showcase their skills and passion. End quote. I'm excited to see how this year turns out. Uh, I'm planning to sign up uh, for Guilty Gear Strive. Nice. <clears throat> I think it's, it's free entry, so why oh. not? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, and, and Guilty Gear Strive has the greatest netcode hmm. in the history of fighting games at this point. Like, you can we, we can le- have legitimate matches with people overseas, and and not have to deal with unplayable frame rates mm-hmm. or I'm, frame plays. I might look into entering for Mortal Kombat. I'd rather if there was Soul Calibur there, but it's not. So I might look into Mortal Kombat. I don't feel confident enough in Tekken or Street Fighter or Guilty Gear, but I think I could get away with at least doing some damage in Mortal Kombat. It would be a good chance to try it out. Yeah, maybe I'll do that. be an excuse to pick up Mortal Kombat 11. Um... It'll probably just be only on PlayStation consoles since Sony did put a stake into it. So 
That's I uh, usually buy a lot of my um stuff on fighting games. I tend to buy on both console and PC, um, because I'll play differently depending on what it is. But usually Mortal Kombat and Soul Calibur I always have on PlayStation. So I'm used to Mortal Kombat on PlayStation controls already. Well, good thing I have a PS4. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so um, the next-gen VR on PS5 has been released. Did you guys get a look at this, the new controllers? I saw a screenshot of them, I think. They're, I have not. They're super interesting. Here, I'll link. Let me link this. Rapier, like fancy rapier, uh, yeah, guards. Yeah, here I, I just put it back in the Discord so you can don't have to hunt for it. But it's like if you actually yeah. if you actually look at the article and see how they're shaped, it makes a lot of ergonomic sense. Um, and especially for VR, I think this will be really neat. Um, some of the features that they're going to have in them is that they have the haptic feedback and the adapt the adaptive triggers, just like the DualSense. Um, and hmm. it also has finger touch detection, so the controller can detect your fingers without having to press areas where you place them. Um, so you can kind of like hover press, and it has tracking so that it tracks the headset, um, and it it's more accurate. So it's uh, this actually looks like a pretty good leap in technology for their or at least design wise for their VR controllers. It looks I think it looks really neat. Yeah, and those it, look really cool. And the features like, look like they work well. Really good. Yeah. Let's see. And so I mentioned earlier we were talking about Free Games Pass that we had kind of a counter from Sony and that they are releasing some new games. There was a lot of backlash, which I think is just the pettiest dumb shit in the world because a lot of people were apparently super pissed off that there weren't really that many AAA games. Most of them were more indie games and people were just really pissed that all this free shit they're getting isn't AAA. Um, so to be clear, but, this isn't PS Plus. This is just free games that you're getting. It, it's, yeah. it's, or it's, but it's one, of, one of those games is Horizon Zero Dawn. Yes, but the argument is that that is the only good one. The rest of them are all indie games. They should all tend to be at the same level of Horizon Zero Dawn. This is the argument from people in the community. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucking... I, read the article I post. Dude, you gotta see this shit. This is... Yeah, it's the most crybaby dumb shit I've ever seen. Um, but the games that, you're, that we're getting, Horizon Zero Dawn is, of course, the big one. There's also so, um, Abzu... The witness um, enter the gun the gungeon. Um, it's a good one. Subnautia, uh, Res Infinite, Moss, Astrobot Rescue Mission, Paper Beast, and Thumper. Thumper is really fun. I like Thumper. I have that one. Nice. And that's um, starting from March twenty fifth. Anyone with a PS4 or a PS5 will be able to download those for free. You don't even need fucking PS Plus. It's just it's part of their um, stay at home thing, like how Ratchet and Clank was free. It's just free Ratchet shit. Clank is still free. Yeah, and it's you and it's, get it. so it's people are just arguing. Like I'm going to read some of these out loud. This is some of the comments that um, this 
are the, the person that wrote this article, some of the comments they got when they initially shared the news about this, quote, um, all shit games except for Horizon, end quote, quote, the only good thing about this is Horizon Zero Dawn. The all the others all look like crap, end quote, quote, most of these games are 400 years old for fuck's sake, end quote, um, quote, all the games are shit. It's just. Uh, oh, this is the the best one. Quote, I would expect no less from PlayStation and its creators. No less than 10 games for free, and I couldn't give a less than a rat's anus about. Like, how <laughs> entitled do people need to be? They're free. It's not even you're it's not even part of the fucking sixty dollars you pay for PlayStation Plus. This is just you're just giving them away. If you don't like them, don't don't accept the free shit. Like I, I, it just blows my mind. Isn't it like at least uh, $120 worth of games? Yeah, like I just I, even if the only one was Horizon Zero Dawn, even if that's the only one you want, be grateful for that. What the fuck? Like, yeah, what the fuck, people? Come the fuck on. Ridiculous. People want their shit and they don't <laughs> want to pay for it. They want it to all be... <sighs> yeah. Uncharted collection free. Oh, fuck, whatever. So Sony's investing in Jade Raymond's new studio on an unannounced IP. So there's um, just a little bit of information on this. Apparently, uh, Jay Raymond <clears throat> has had some quotes, and one of the <clears throat> excuse me, who one, who is Jade Raymond? Uh, bah, 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 I don't really know. I think it was an exec at Sony. Uh, da, da, da. So let's see. She led Stadia's internal development efforts. So it's um, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, someone from PlayStation. I'm not really sure. I just know that um, it's someone working on a new uh, I an unannounced IP for Sony. Um, presumably doing with the new um, Sony Studios that they were ro- or the Japan Studios or whatever it was that we talked about the other week. Um, and she says, we want to create worlds where players can escape, have fun, express themselves, and find community. We want to pour our passion into the project. Um, so uh, there's not a whole lot of details, just that a new IP is coming from Jade Raymond. So if that's... I, it's not someone that I recognize, but... Um, if that's a developer you're excited about, then we have something new coming. So, let's see. Fall Guys, Ultimate Knockout, and Among Us have both had crossovers teased. Uh, yeah. Where the fuck did that article want to accidentally close that article? I'm retarded. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it started off as just a little... Um, Fall Guys flip on Twitter, asking if you wanted to retweet it or ignore it, stuff like that. Um, and, and it was just a Fall Guy in an Among Us outfit being ejected into a bat of lava. Um, so there's also so that's really most of the information that there is for it. But it's talking about will you eat the forbidden bean? So um, <laughs> both of them are referred to as Forbidden Beans, both the Among Us little spacesuit duders and Fall Guys. Spacesuit so. duders. 
Nice. And uh, yeah, so we could be probably see some Among Us stuff coming into Fall Guys, probably just an outfit. Um, They do have a lot of crossover outfits and stuff. Mm. I don't know what exactly from Fall (laughs) Guys would be put into Among Us. A completely different game, but an outfit would be enough to fit into Fall Guys itself. So I'm sure at the next season or something, you'll see some uh, you'll see some Among Us stuff. Fall Guys. It's neat. So Tekken producer opens online talk show and bar. How did I not even? How did I not even see this one on the list? I know I posted I this though. Know. Yeah, because I don't know anything about this. <laughs> yeah, it's like this sounds like a doc post, but I'm almost certain it's not. No, this is definitely me. Uh, let me let me pull it up real quick. I just I looked right past it. Um, da 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 da. Dead air. We don't want that. It's awful. Yeah. I don't know. Terrible. Found it. Yes. It worked. is opening an online talk show and bar. He is known for producing the Tekken series, as you said. Um, and it's going to be an online talk show with various developers set within a bar that he has opened oh, himself. Oh, okay. That's I was like, a yeah, talk um, show and a bar? That seems like a weird thing to like shove both of those in at once. Now it's, it makes yeah, sense. it's a talk show at his bar. Okay. It's like an actual bar you could go into and stuff. Um, the first episode does have English subtitles, uh, and it features Ken uh, Kutaragi. He is the former chairman of the... He's a former chairman and CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment um, and is known as the father of PlayStation. So he has a pretty, pretty big first guess. It's going to be just he's going to be talking with various developers, important people within the gaming industry. Um, and they talk about alcohol while drinking. So that's pretty cool. I got to check that out. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of yeah. dope. Um, it looks like it is just on his YouTube channel. So if you want to check it out, it'll be right there. Okay. Do you have a, do you, is there a link to it? Do you have a link to the YouTube channel? Uh, yeah. Uno momento. Yeah. Toss that in discord. Let's see. And so super Bomberman R. called Harada's bar. Nice. I'm going to check that out now. Subscribe anyways. So, uh, Super Bomberman R Online has been announced. Yes, and it is heading to PC, Xbox One, Switch, and PS4 as a free-to-play game. Nice. Um, Yep, so it is Bomberman, um, and it has a new Battle 64 mode. Uh, It is Bomberman Battle Royale, which sounds like pure fucking chaos, and I'm all about it. Solid. Yeah, so uh, it's 16 players. Um, it has a Battle 64 mode, standard mode with up to 64 players, and a Grand Prix mode. Um, Grand Prix is two teams, three versus three, and you're trying to get a total of points. Uh, you earn a total amount of points before the round ends, and then you're just trying to get like a best two out of three, it looks like. Um, then you have your 64-person bat- Bomberman Battle Royale, and then just the standard, you know, battle or standard Bomberman game. So um, kind of following in on the games you wouldn't think would be made into a battle royale, like we had Tetris uh, not too long ago become a battle royale um, on the Nintendo Switch, which I can't say it's actually quite fun. (laughs) 
And uh, now we have Bomberman. Um, I'm always good for a Bomberman. <laughs> nice. Um, so while the game is free, um, you can purchase a premium pack for $9.99, giving you uh, more characters and um, with a from other various Konami IPs like uh, Silent Hill or Castlevania. So you can kill other people's bombs in style. Nice. So let's talk some Genshin Impact updates, or news at least. A Chinese <laughs> Genshin Impact KFC event has been canceled in some locations. Uh, yeah, so in Asia, games do a lot of cross-promotions with restaurants and stuff. We we rarely see that here west. And by west, I mean outside of China, Japan, Korea, Vietnam, Thailand, Taiwan, stuff like that. Um, but because of the draw, because of the popularity of Genshin Impact being a full game based around a, a gacha system where, you know, it's actually a full game and has game systems, it's a very popular free-to-play game. Um, and anytime there's a crossover event for this type of stuff, it's usually packed. And currently in the current climate where you don't want large public gatherings, large public gatherings formed outside of KFCs. You get the special codes that are available sometimes with your meals. Mm. You know, you get your gacha codes and gacha meals at KFC. So a lot, yeah. so a lot of these locations this had to be canceled because of a large demand and large gatherings that were uh, happening. Um, so they did not, uh, apparently Mihoyo or KFC did not expect really expect the amount of people who would show up for this and i don't know why they didn't expect <laughs> yeah, what that what the fuck <laughs> yeah okay so uh who knows what they're gonna update it with at some point but it doesn't really affect us that much here west since it's yeah. not our thing but i just thought it was really funny hmm. but it's it's one piece of funny genshin based news this week yeah and the other piece being that they uh, have asked fans, put a poll out asking fans which version of Rosaria they prefer. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, quote, nerfed Rosaria, end quote, um, from her cinematic debut trailer to the game. And by that, I mean they reduced her breast size. And people were not <laughs> people were not happy with this. So oh, they sent boy. out a poll saying, which do you prefer? Oh, and based boy. On the poll, they'll probably revert it or keep it the same. <laughs> so you'll see if it's the um, noisy, the noisy minority population or if enough people are like, yeah, give her bigger titties. Wow. <laughs> but it will probably be people saying, yeah, give her bigger titties. Oh, I mean, I would imagine. If they're putting a poll out to the public in the internet, I don't know what they're expecting to happen. Mm-hmm. It's going to be titties. Or they're like, now we can do it and we have quantifiable reasoning. Yeah. So I didn't think it looked that different. Um, they did look smaller, but the outfits top also changed a bit. Mm. So who who knows? I just think it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> So NVIDIA's GeForce GPU shortage isn't improving anytime soon. Yeah, they are going to be struggling to get their chips into the market for the foreseeable future. Um, And they are going to be turning to TSMC, which is a chip producer in China, for help getting these chips produced to try to... um, 
get more GPUs out. Uh, if you're tr- when you, if you're trying to build a PC right now, good luck finding a GPU that is you know not being sold at scalping prices right now. Um, there, uh, yeah, and it's apparently just based on their own ability to produce chips. There's not going to be out of this shortage until quarter until after quarter three of this year. Mm. So, yeah, they're turning to outside manufacturing help to hopefully be able to get enough of the chips for their current GPU series mm. produced. And probably even the last uh, last GPU series, GPU series, the uh, the 20Xs. So. And looks like their GeForce Now paid subscription service is going to be doubling in price. Did they so, do you say anything about that? Like, that it would be doing that? That it would be doubling in price? Like, previously? Uh, not that I know of. I hadn't heard anything about it, but it's doubling from uh, uh, $4.99 to $9.99. So... Um, it's it lets you play GeForce Now for games you own on Steam and a f- and like uh, Epic's launcher and a few other launchers as long as the uh, developers and publishers give it the okay and it just streams whatever you own to you. So, but seeing as it's uh, being doubled and you're not really getting much out of it, like I don't know, streaming your Xbox Game Pass to the cloud, which you don't have to own any of those games. I don't know if it's going to go over that well. Um, but yeah, it's going to $9.99 a month or $99.99 for a year. And this was just announced in their last blog post on it. Um, gives players priority access to their cloud servers, longer session hours, and allows you to turn on ray tracing for streaming. So. Mm. <laughs> Well, that's that's a big leap, though. That's yes, and you're not really getting much out of it besides you know buying a game on Steam and then streaming it with hopefully fast internet to your low end PC. So I mean, that's the big draw of it is being able to play stuff on a lower end PC, and the cost is going up, and you still do need to buy those games at their full cost. Yeah. So Dungeons and Dragons Dark Alliance is going to be launching on June 22nd. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, This is it is launching on June 22nd for both PC and consoles. Um, It will be on Steam, the Xbox Series XS, Xbox One, PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4. Yes. it is being set at four at thirty nine ninety nine as well for a standard version, and there's a deluxe edition at fifty nine ninety nine. Um, Very nice. It also the and the deluxe edition also comes with the first planned expansion content, Echoes of the Blood War. So I mean, you're getting the base game, some extra weapon sets and armor sets, and uh, the expansion when it launches. Um, the Dark Alliance is the reboot of the old playstation 2 xbox series dungeons and dragons dark alliance the uh third person oh i remember that game that game was super fun yes and it's getting rebooted hell yeah um it does take place in icewind dale as well normally you know very unforgiving in lore so should be a blast nice 
So Rockstar has paid a modder ten grand for fixing GTA load times. Yep, a modder came out with a mod for the game that would improve the load time by like, oh, I think I remember it was like eighty percent. Oh wow! Yeah, it was something ridiculous. Ten grand, give that guy a job. What the fuck? For real, like bring that guy on board but yeah uh they they looked over the mod um what did they say about it they approved it and put it live and paid the modder for the work nice that's awesome like that's that's like every modder's dream right there is to like get paid for like a mod you create yeah that's awesome like tip your tip your modders they uh they do a lot of work to make your games better. Indeed. <laughs> yeah, usually Rockstar just sends cease and desist. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fuck>. interesting. <laughs> you just have to be good enough, I guess. <sighs> so, so do the work if they don't want to do. Yeah. <laughs> Activision Blizzard has reportedly fired nearly a hundred and ninety. Hey, 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 hey. Laid off is a much nicer term. Okay, they've uh, laid off 190 employees. So normally this wouldn't be such bad news um, as companies are going to a more remote digital work front um, and a workspace. You can cut down on, you know, offices and stuff like this. But the thing that really ticked people off about this is that they gave their CEO, Bobby Kotick, a $200 million bonus, I think. Wow. So, um, yeah, they will receive the minimum 90 days severance and health benefit of 90 days severance, and they'll have their health benefits for up to a year. Um, And they also get uh, $200 to the Battle.net's gift store. Yeah. $200 $200 of that money hmm. you're receiving is not really money you're receiving. <laughs> wow. Esports uh, group, because there's no esports going on thanks to a giant pandemic. Um, the big old P word. Yeah. And uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So some updates on the Final Fantasy VII remake side. Um, the first one, they have confirmed that there's no plans for um, any other DLC beyond the Yuffie DLC. Um, Nomura has confirmed, um, he said in a quote, due to the integrate upgrade, um, it has become necessary to separate episode Yuffie as DLC. However, the original purpose was to make the PS5 version of the Final Fantasy VII remake, not the DLC so therefore there is no plans for dlc at this time so essentially they just wanted to add in yuffie's story when they added that ps5 version but they don't have plans to add any extended dlc or any extra episodes it was just and he's gone it was just kind of a hook to bring in yuffie and not as, as part specifically of the integrated upgrade and part of the ps5 version so there won't be any dlc in the future beyond the yuffie dlc it's just kind of a special one-off thing and then a little bit extra information on that with that yuffie dlc um it has been confirmed that there will be new summon materia um 
In a new interview with Nomura, he confirmed that episode Yuffie has new summons materia. Uh, only Yuffie is going to be playable, and you can fight with Sun Sun during combat by pressing L2. Um, and again, that no future DLC is planned. They're going to focus on part two for now. I'm sure there'll be plenty of DLC in part two for characters that have mysteriously disappeared. Hey. Hmm. Don't say shit. Just because I have the game now doesn't mean I've played it yet. I haven't played it either. Oh. He he was referring to original part, story. I part think. two, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but... I like I said, I, th- I think the mo- the biggest thing is it was supposed to be integrated with that, and I, I wouldn't be surprised if they had a couple things here or there. But w- whether or not they're going to do much DLC with Part Two, I, it, for me, is going to depend on um, w- what they do with Part Two. Is it going to be Part Two of Three, or is Part Two going to be Part Two of Two? It's I think w- w- it's going to let us know when the next part comes out exactly how many there will be, and that. I, I think if it's part two of three, then we're definitely not seeing any more DLC. But if part two is going to be the final part, then I wouldn't be surprised if they added a few episodes afterwards uh, as DLC. Sir, you're wrong. Every Phoenix down will cost ten ninety nine. But uh, I mean, they did change up the you know, original story enough that they could extend what people would be considering part three to be and add more content there. So who knows? It could be a three-parter. I mean, yeah, they, they could do a lot of things. I just, they're, we're really not going to know much of anything until they announce something for part two. So, so AMD refuses to limit cryptocurrency mining. Yeah, so um, a lot of people hoping were hoping that they could just, you know, petition to AMD to block specific uh, workload processes on their chips to prohibit uh, any sort of crypto mining from occurring. And AMD's like, nah, we're not going to stop people from using what they bought for whatever they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... Um, this is mainly following that NVIDIA had Ethereum mining blocks on their GPUs, which then people figured out how to turn off. So (laughs) Uh, AMD said, hey, we're just going to our chips are going to do what people whatever people want them to do when they buy them. So, yeah. Could it be implemented? Probably. Maybe. I don't know. Are they going to? Definitely not. Yeah. So over 700 high-ranked cheaters have been banned from Apex Legends, and this goes, I think, a little bit more into Jaff's territory, but he's not here tonight. Um, but it looks, it looks like 700-plus accounts used for cheating in ranked gold um, to Pred have been permanently banned since last Thursday. This does and will not include any accounts that used an infinite heat shield exploit, which I'm not familiar with. Um, but apparently, there's an exploit, um, the heat shield exploit that Ford refers to, uh, is a bug that arose in season eight that allowed players to place down a version of the dome shield that had an infinite health pool. Um, and yeah, apparently, a lot of really high ranked players have been permanently banned for this. 
which I mean, that's that's pretty standard now. You you get caught cheating in games and they ban you. I don't I don't know. Ban the people from their battle royale for taking advantage <laughs> of in-game glitches. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, and Epic Games is bringing a group chat feature as well to their store. Yes, so um, you know, the Epic Game Store is finally becoming you know, a thing that can do stuff besides be an awful <laughs> storefront. Um, group chat, various, you know, social f- features that we take it for granted on every other storefront. So stuff that Steam has, um, your console storefronts have, just the ability to group frat and other various uh, group frat, gr- group fraternize. Um, <laughs> uh, this makes new parties. The, the party system which will allow you to make group chats for voice and text while playing games so kind of like your your steam calls your xbox live party your playstation player party or whatever it's called you'll be able to do that now mm-hmm. um even if you're in separate games you'll be able to talk with them and whatnot so nice it's uh taken a long time for them to uh get here uh, <laughs> uh it's still got a long ways to go as a storefront i don't know why this took so long to get there but <laughs> yeah um and it also is introducing player cards, which is, uh, I don't know, consider it your like Steam profile. So some okay. basic information here, there and stuff like that. Gotcha. You can also turn off notifications with the do not disturb mode. Finally. <laughs> oh, damn. You couldn't do that before. Nope. Oh, F. Right. So a cra- uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC Wrath of the Druids has had some information released for it. Um, specifically, it's had its release date announced, that it will, and that will be the 29th of April. Um, you will, of course, get that for free if you have the season pass, and it can be purchased separately. Um, but this will be the next installment and is about a month away. Um, it looks like wrath of the Druids is going to have you travel to Ireland where you will gain the favor of Gallic Kings and confront the Druid cult, the children of Danu. Isn't it a uh, Gaelic? Uh, I don't remember. Or have I just been saying well, wrong my entire life? No. So both Gallic and Gaelic are wrong. I might've transposed them. One is Irish and one is Scottish uh, here. Hold on. Let me ask dirt. Was it hunt? Which one's Gallic and Gaelic? Gaelic is Scottish, Scottish, and Gaelic is Irish. I was right. I yeah. did it. Nice. <laughs> so, so it's so it's Gaelic. So it's the Gaelic are they, kings. Are they spelled the same too? Uh, are they spelled the same? Um, only in American vernacular. So they are spelled the same then. For for us. I don't care about other vernaculars. Fuck them. <laughs> so Disco Elysium, the final cut, has refused classification in Australia. Well, they haven't refused classification because every game goes to Australia to get <laughs> classification to be released. Uh, Australia has refused to classify it, so it can't be released. Um, and that is because of sex, drug misuse, and more. Probably rock and roll. Um, Disco Elysium is a uh, isometric little mystery game where you level up your character like it's a D&D guy, but you're a detective. Um, it is very violent. It is very funny. It is very serious and dark. 
Um, and the final cut, which is the definitive edition of it, um, some various quality of life upgrades, some content has been added to it, stuff like that. Um, Australia's like, nah, fam, you can't have this game here. So, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Um, and it was rejected due to quote content that is very high in impact and falls outside generally accepted community standards. All right, Sony. Yeah, right. Right. That's a <laughs> Sony fucking thing to say. Uh, um, I don't know what would have been added that would have refused classification this time around. But man, Australia fucking sucks. Yeah. Jesus. Giant spiders and can't even play video games. <laughs> and when you can play video games, they're like super expensive. Yeah. Damn. Like twice the cost, even if you convert our money. Oof. Lame. Yeah. Got to make sure you enjoy that game before you buy it. You ain't getting that fucking thing refunded. Luckily, they have a Yahtzee for zero, from zero punctuation. I'm surprised he hasn't moved yet. Right? I think I think uh, game companies send him games. That or his, uh, his media company pays for all of his games for him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the Escapist does that. It's a little... So, Gotham Knights has been delayed until 2022. Yep. Um, Warner Brothers Games announced that they are delaying it from its early reported release date this year to next year. Um, They said, uh, we are giving the game more time to deliver the best possible experience for players. Thank you to our amazing fans for your tremendous support of Gotham Knights. We look forward to showcasing more of the game in the coming months. Um probably a lot to have to do with how cyberpunk was released uh also be careful wb games because the more you delay it the more angry people will get that you just release whatever you have and then expect it to be perfect so uh yeah gotham knights is the game where you play as uh batgirl nightwing red hood or robin um much like the much like the old gotham knight game but it's not a sequel to gotham knight so arkham knight arkham knight that's it nice Think of the Arkham series, yeah, the Arkham series. So, yeah, good <laughs> luck, WB Games. It's always good to see them delay. It's always good to see developers delay stuff, especially to make sure that they fix anything or add more stuff or realize, hey, this is broken. We should fix this before we send it. Yeah. And then we have the Cyberpunk 2077 patch 1.2. Uh, it doesn't have a release date yet, but it should be in the next month. Um, oh. Yeah, a uh, bunch of fixes related to the police response to players, uh, some driving and control uh, updates. Um, and that's that's all I've really said about what it's going to have. It's uh, it's not the the free DLC that's still a couple months off, but improved uh, vehicle handling should be nice. Might make cars actually usable. I don't think they were unusable. It just felt like any sort of open world arcade game with car driving, like Grand Theft Auto or the like. 
seemed pretty normal to me, at least for that style of game. I don't know. It always felt really twitchy to me. Like you had to be super careful, like playing on mouse and keyboard. Like when you when you hit the turn button, you you don't get that nice analog stick. You just go zero to full turn. Fair. <laughs> like I I actually had a controller plugged in and and set up for the game so that anytime I got in the vehicle, I could use the analog sticks just to be able to drive like a human being. Hmm. see and so we also have some pokemon card updates um i actually managed to get some of these today because gamestop has taken steps against scalpers um so battle styles released today which is the newest expansion for uh the sword and shield series and pokemon trading card game um and gamestop's running a promotion right now if we spend at least 15 dollars i think it was on um pokemon trading card game merchandise you'll get a free promotional card it's a flapple card that's it's it's a decent enough card but it has gamestop stamped on it too so it's it's kind of a neat little promotion card um and they have steps against scalpers. So at least the GameStop, the GameStop that I go to, I'm pretty sure is a franchise. But I think what they're doing is across all GameStops, um, none of the Pokemon cards are on the floor. They're all behind the counter. And there's a buy limit of five per person. So you're only allowed to buy five booster packs and they have to get them from behind the counter for you. This is a measure against scalpers because Pokemon cards have been just demolished by scalpers the last couple of releases. So they're starting to kind of take some measures against that. Um, I was pretty stoked because I didn't even realize Battle Styles released today. I went in there to get the Flapple card and I asked him for four packs and when he the when the guy at the counter was asking me which ones i want he said do you want the battle styles they just released today so i was like fuck yeah and i got my max five so i got five booster packs uh for battle styles it has some new variations so they're all v they're v max cards and v cards um but they're introducing the two new battle styles of rapid strike and single strike as you would imagine the single strike cards are more designed towards doing a lot of damage with one attack and the rapid strike cards are more designed to do multiple attacks damage over multiple attacks <clears throat> and there's also some new energies a single strike energy and a rapid strike energy so the single strike energy will um let pokemon it's attached to um which can only be dark or fighting do an additional 20 damage to the opponent whereas the rapid strike which can be attached to fighting or water um will allow two any of any combination of inner or it'll allow two combinations of these um and it counts as a double energy for either basically two fighting or two water or fighting and water so it's it's a it's a new play on a double energy which is something completely new that we haven't seen yet um there's a lot of new cards on it they have a special website up for it so you can go to the official pokemon website and check out the battle styles page and it kind of displays all of them there so i'm stoked i'll i'll do a recording for the polls and post it on my page if anyone wants to check out some of those new cards hopefully i'll pull one of these fancy new yurishfu cards um and be able to build a good deck around it we will see and we also have some avengers updates 
Oh, and I'm also going to do some more streams on the Pokemon trading card game online because they will translate that directly there as well. So on our Avengers updates, which we touched on some of these last week, the ones that are coming with March, um, but they have announced some of the updates that are coming from spring and summer as well. So we now have our new <clears throat> storyline with Hawkeye and Maestro. And later this spring, we're going to be seeing um, new variants of Iron Man, and the missions are going to scale power levels from 1 to 100. Uh, Red Room Takeover is also coming in spring um, with new hero outfits. And then Summer and Beyond has the Cosmic Cube expansion, the uh, Wasteland Patrol expansion, and the one that's probably got the most excitement generated over it, the War for Wakanda expansion, which will add Black Panther as well as a power level increase, new villains, new story, um, and the Wakanda jungle biome. So, yeah, the reveal trailer for it was kind of neat. Mm, so. Things are starting to move in the the Avengers stuff now. I think this is what people were expecting to see kind of at launch, but it's good to A see that it's ago. happening now. Yeah. But I guess better late than never. Uh, they're about <laughs> to find out. Yeah. So. Let's see, so YouTube has started checking for copyright violations as videos upload. And I think you posted this, Sasquatch, but I actually noticed this as well last week when I was uploading some videos to YouTube. And I think it's a pretty neat, handy feature. Uh, yeah, it really speeds up the process on the checking that happens for any sort mm -hmm. of co copyright material. It also gives you advanced warning on it so you can, before you waste you know, your time uploading and then letting it process on the site, oh, here's an issue here. Okay, go back, edit it, re-upload. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Good to go. So it will save you some time um, if you care about copyright issues and if you care about monetization or anything like that, though. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I usually just let mine pop up uh, that it it credits whoever uh, it belongs to the music or the game or whoever. And then any monetization goes to them instead of me, which it's I'm that's fine. I don't monetize on YouTube. I don't care anyway. So it's it's whatever. But it, it is a really handy feature that kind of streamlines things right let's see so on our tv movie news updates i know i had one and that king of the hill rider has te the king of the hill rider has teased a possible revival um and this has me super excited i actually just rewatched king of the hill like i finished the series finale i think maybe a week and a half ago um so I am super on board for this. That would be awesome if they rebooted King of the Hill from the it's just rumors. It sounds like they're teasing it, maybe adding another season, not doing like a reboot or anything. Um, but I would definitely be on board. This would be awesome. Did anyone else have any TV or movie news? I don't think i had any tv or oh uh you got your justice league snyder cut came out oh, yeah. um supposedly it's actually done really well um you don't you know have a movie filmed like by one director and then changed by <laughs> another director halfway through its production yeah what trying the to fuck? use the other footage so uh oh. it's like what Lyndon? it's like a it's like four hours long four hours and two minutes <laughs> A friend of mine um, was given it a pretty good review from what I was reading earlier. So yeah, everything I've seen is 
been good about it. Like they actually developed Cyborg Steppenwolf. Uh, yeah, he's a pushover still, but it actually gives reason that he's not the actual big baddie. He's just there implementing, you know, the invasion that is currently happening and everything. So, um, you know, they actually do stuff in the movie. <laughs> It actually makes sense when all the context is available. <laughs> Crazy. But yeah, it is also still four hours long. <laughs> I mean, I've, that doesn't seem like a downside to me. I don't know. If you want to sit watching a four-hour movie, yeah. I don't mind four-hour movies. I, I, I'm fine with four-hour movies. That's me. I can, I can watch an entire anime series in one sitting up 12 episodes which comes out longer, but I don't know if I can do the same thing for four hours, but I'll probably give it a watch anyways. Yeah. So the last update on here is some Final Fantasy 14 updates. They've officially given us a release date for patch 5.5, which as we know will be at the final patch before we move to patch 6.0 with the newest expansion. Patch 5.5 has been named Death Unto Dawn and will be coming April 13th. So, some new features coming to Patch 5.5. Obviously, new main scenario quests that will wrap up the Shadowbringers uh, expansion and get things ready for Patch 6.0. Um, they are finishing up the Yorha Dark Apocalypse raids with a new alliance raid expand or a new alliance raid being added in. Um, one new dungeon, which is if I had to guess, going along with the new main scenario quests, um, a new chron uh, Chronicles of a New Era update, a new trial called the Cloud Deck, which again I'm assuming going with the main scenario. The new uh, a new Save the Queen Battlefield is being added. This is when the PlayStation Five up or the PlayStation Five open beta is going to begin as well for those who actually have a PlayStation Five. Um, All seven of you. <laughs> Some new Unreal Trials, or, or sorry, a, and a single new Unreal Trial is being added. Uh, updates to Ishgardian Restoration, new custom deliveries, Explorer Mode updates, New Game Plus updates, and Performance updates, as well as mounts, minions, and emotes, and all that good stuff. Um, but this is exciting. This will be, like I said, the last patch for Shadowbringers. Um, and so traditionally, this will probably soon come with some more reveal information as well for Endwalker. And I'm excited for that. So, Doc, you got to hurry up and, and catch up so that you can get caught up to us by the release of Endwalker. Yeah, I'll have to get back on that. Oh, got too many games to play at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel you. So speaking of then, what games have you been playing lately, Doc? Um, I've been playing a lot of Persona 5. Uh, Excellent. It is amazing so far. I expect it to stay that way. Um, and then pretty much the rest of my time has been spent playing Guilty Gear. <laughs> Solid. <laughs> Typical. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's what I do. Yeah, it's true. How about you, Sasquatch? What do you been? Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I've been I've been doing combo practice almost this entire episode. <laughs> Could not hear a thing. No, nah, yeah, we, we wouldn't have known. We didn't know anything about that. <laughs> I don't know if you're being serious or not, because I did actually adjust my. Uh, oh, no, we heard it. Yeah, we, we can definitely hear, we can definitely <laughs> we hear the it. fight stick for sure. <laughs> we can hear that. I don't hear it over my own headphones, so I don't know. It's not like bothersome. It's just noticeable. It lets us know you're there. It's there. <laughs> I'm alive. 
you, you replaced Jaff. That's that's all you did. <laughs> so Jaff would do. You replaced him. <laughs> so what have you been playing lately, Sasquatch? Um, quite a few things. World of Warcraft, Guild Wars Two. Um, I've been playing through a game called Aviary Attorney. Um, it is a. Oh, let me pull it up. It's amazing. <laughs> um. <laughs> It's ridiculous. Um, if you ever played like uh, a Phoenix Wright game or Danganronpa, it's kind of like that. It's a it's a visual novel style game where you take control of a falcon, JJ Falcon, a uh, humanoid falcon who is an attorney. He is a lawyer and he's defending various uh, other animal things. <laughs> uh, the, the onion layers in, uh, just in keep court. getting deeper. Um, so it's actually using actual art by the 19th century caricaturist J.J. Granville, and it has music by composer Camille St. Sainz, um, who is a well-known romantic era composer. Um, so it's actually been really fun. The art style, it's fantastic. The animation, and it's great. The writing, it's phenomenal for what it is. Um, you solve various things crimes you go to crime scenes pick up clues you have a certain amount of time to visit so many different crime scenes you can't do everything so you have to figure out what to do correctly um mm. and i've been voicing it on my twitch channel with a couple of friends nice <laughs> terribly might i add <laughs> which was the goal um also been playing league of legends uh, valorant apex legends I am not one of the top players who got banned. Maybe with that banning, now I'll be a top player. <laughs> Probably not. Definitely not. But yeah. Um, go play Aviary Attorney. It's amazing. Nice. <laughs> I was actually wanting to go watch your stream of it because I, I had it open but muted. For Oh, uh, you missed it. all the fun. Oh, no. I was, I was doing something else. I was already streaming my own thing. I I, I had it open to give you the views, man. The views. Thank you. Uh, well, it's going to be a thing I do every Tuesday. Various visual novels are going to be voiced awfully. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Terrible voice acting. I invited you to it, and you said you were busy. Was yeah. Sad that day. <laughs> I, had, I had Guilty Gear plans. Mm. Well, if you're ever free on a Tuesday, I'll be voicing awful I will be awfully voicing visual novels. Awesome. And on my end, I haven't been playing much of anything new. Mostly the same thing with my RuneScape, Final Fantasy, and of course the Legend of Dragoon stream that we've been doing. Um, but next week, I'll be putting out quite a bit of updates because I have some vacation time I'm taking next week. And I'll be doing... a different stream for my beta my starlink beta series every day so i'm going to do some pc games a mix of arcade games on there um some final fantasy 14 some final fantasy 7 remake some modded skyrim some playstation classics so there'll be a lot going on for me to report next friday excellent excellent yep yep all right, so that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. Make sure you like and subscribe. Don't forget our main or our main page is facebook.com slash darkfeathergaming. And you can find all of our individual pages and channels in the description and or links below. Thank you so much, everyone, and have a great rest of your day and weekend. Have a good night. Johnny.